Oh, see, now that would be a great costume to do a mashup of Peter Weller characters. Oh, there you go. So RoboCop in the suit, in the in the brown suit from Buckaroo Banzai? Yes. That, so, so it's just the suit and the, the RoboCop helmet. Yes. Yeah, there you go. And what was he in Sons of Anarchy? He was a dirty cop. Oh, I'll carry police badge. He also he also owned like a pastry shop. Like that's where they did all the dirty business out of. That was like the front company. Really? Yeah. So he could be carrying pastries. Okay. When he get when he gets killed in the show, like there's a shot where like all of his blood and brains is splattered all across the pastries. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I'll have a jelly donut. Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Real jelly. Yeah. Brain jelly. Dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. John's back. Kind of. Limited limited time appearance. <laughs> uh, his comings and goings will be legendary one day. Yes. <laughs> it's like, well, that was a good episode this week. Oh, John's not there. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm having people fill in. They're not replacing. They're just filling in. Okay. It takes two people to replace you. Wow. Fill in for you. Should feel honored. Do you furiously type? Yes. So what's going on? Not much. Not much? Not much at all. No. <laughs> kind of quiet. Weather's nice. <laughs> so I had an interesting experience. You did? Yes. Okay. So uh me and the family went to go see Captain Marvel this week. Uh-huh. And we saw it with a, a Hollywood movie star in attendance. Okay. So sitting in front of us, directly in front of us, like one row ahead and one seat over from me. Was Bill Murray? No. Oh. Was Brendan Gleeson, who played oh, okay. Mad-Eye Moody in yes. the Harry Potter films. He played um, one of William Wallace's buddies in Braveheart. Um, but he shoots a little show here in Charleston um, called Mr. Mercedes. Okay. And I had recently, thanks to my VPN, um, was able to watch the first season of Mr. Mercedes because one of the guys that I work with is a part-time actor and he's actually in the show. And so once I figured out I could watch it on there, I, I sat down and pretty much um, binge watched Mr. Mercedes. Okay. So I had watched 10 hours of Brendan Gleeson the week before going to see Captain Marvel. So I'm sitting in my seat before the show starts. 
and the people start to come in and he's with it, not just him, but it's a group of people and there's like a, like a handler with them. Okay. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this dude's profile and I'm like, that looks just like Brendan Gleason. And they had shot two seasons of the show here and they were in, they're in the middle of shooting a third season and they okay. just had to close the set because somebody got electrocuted or something. Oh, jeez. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I know he's in town. It'd be really weird if that, like, just on his own wanting to see Captain Marvel, but he's with a group of people. Maybe they said, hey, we're going to the movies. Right. And so I'm, I'm like 90% sure it's him. And, and, um, my wife's looking at me and she's like, what is the matter with you? So I lean over and I whisper to her, I said, I think that's Brendan Gleeson. And she was like, who? And I was like, this guy right here. So she's kind of looking at him and he's talking to his wife and, and, uh, my kid leans over and goes, what are you whispering about? And I said, so you see that guy right there? And she says, yeah. I said, I pretty sure that's the guy that plays Mad-Eye Moody or Mooney from, um, from Harry Potter. And she go, she's a big Harry Potter fan. She's like, really? Right. And I said, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think that's him. So about five minutes goes by and we're getting closer to the movie start time. And the, the woman who had like led these people in comes up to him and his wife and I can basically hear her tell him like, if you need to get up and go to the bathroom, they're out the door and to the right. And he says something, but I can't hear his voice, but he's sitting, he's technically sitting right in front of my wife. Okay. And she leans over and goes, cause she's never seen any of the Harry Potter films. Really? Yeah. So, okay. so she says, does he have a Scottish accent? And I said, it's either Scottish or Irish. It's one right. of those. It's Irish. And she goes, she looks at, she looks at me and she goes, he's got an accent. So now I'm like, okay, this is very cool. So did you start like throwing stuff at no. him and no, because no? look, he's there with his wife. He's on his day off. I'm not going to bug him. No, but so, so we watched the movie. Um, Captain Marvel has two mid credit or a mid credit sequence and an end credit sequence. So after the mid credit sequence, him and his wife get up and go and they walk out the opposite way so that I can't really get it like a totally good look at him. And the movie's still, the theater's still dark. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure that was him. That's a cool experience, whatever. The, <laughs> the movie ends. We walk outside. My wife goes to the bathroom and um, I'm standing. And he's at, in there. I'm, no, I'm standing out at the curb and he's getting into his car. And he gets into the passenger side and his wife gets into the driver's side and he rolls down the window and looks right at you. I'm not, I'm not staring at the dude, but like I'm looking around and like, and I can tell it's him now. Like I have a fit, like a full on face view of him and I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Um, and his, his car was parked in the very first spot. Um, and ours was in the next row over in like two spots down. So my wife comes out and I said, 
dead ahead in the minivan with the window rolled down. And she looks and she goes, I had shown her a picture and she's like, yeah, that looks exactly like him. Hmm. And as we walk out into the street, his car starts to back up and we're kind of next to him. And I turn over and I look and we lock eyes. <gasps> and was it magical? Yes, it was. Did he nod? So now we're dating. Um, nice. So I gave him like a very like knowing kind of like head nod. Uh-huh. Like, how, how are you? And he did it like he did it back. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that like was Like he him. knew who you were? Well, no, but like, oh. like there was an acknowledgement that I kind of knew who he was. Oh. But like I wasn't like, oh my God, we love your movies and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I did a, you know, a, a real nonchalant like, what's up? Nice. So it was, it was kind of cool because yeah. in Charleston, South Carolina, you don't Not expect to run into <laughs> people who have been in movies that he's been in. Sure. I mean, Bill Murray lives here, but he lives here. So your chances of seeing him downtown when he's in town is pretty good. And have you? No, I have not. <laughs> he is one of the few people that I haven't run into. Okay. But it was very cool. It was, it you know, the kid got to see somebody in person who she absolutely, like, the movies that he's in, she absolutely loves. Right. She likes his character, so, like, seeing him in the flesh was kind of cool. Okay. He doesn't look like Mad-Eye Moody because... Not at all. His his character in this, uh, in Mr. Mercedes is an old retired cop and he's got a beard and his hair is longer and it's like slicked back and stuff. And so she, but you know. I think he looks like an old Sean Astin. Yeah, I can see that. That's what Sean Astin's going to look like when he ages. In five years, yes. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I uh, I not only enjoyed the movie, but I had an experience that you don't normally get to have. Well, good for you. That's nice. Yeah. Did you see Captain Marvel by any chance? I did not. No? Okay. I, I had the opportunity and I passed. Because <laughs> you don't like women superheroes? Exactly. Oh, you bastard. And she's white. (laughs) (laughs) But she hates white men. Didn't you hear that? Oh, really? Well, there was some big kerfluffle online because she made a comment that um, she noticed that when people interview her at junkets, it's mostly middle-aged white men. And that she, she was wondering why there wasn't more people of color and, and women interviewing her. And somehow the, the internet took that as she hates white guys. Oh. And that's why, I don't know if you heard about all this. I know you've been like away from social media and stuff. Yes. But there was this big thing about like Rotten Tomatoes had to revamp their stuff because people were hate bombing Captain Marvel to drive. Before it even opened. Yeah. Before anybody even saw it. Yes. So that's why that's because of her comments. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a good movie. It's not. Is it? I wouldn't say it's the best Marvel movie. Yeah. Um. But it shows. It shows that there are stories to tell within the cinematic universe that happen in different time periods. Okay. Like, like they could totally go back and tell a story about. Um, 
I don't know, young Peter Quill or um, somebody else without having to truly connect it to what's going on in the MCU. Okay. So, I mean, I thought that was kind of interesting. It didn't make you want to hack up a Tesseract? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it, any any um, animal owner that has ever been woken up in the dead of night by an animal hacking something up <laughs> sits in that in their seat for that little scene and just like shudders because <laughs> they know that sound. Right. Yeah, it was it was kind of gross. Hmm. No, I do plan on seeing it. I just didn't have the energy to see it when it was available. So, <laughs> well, you're busy. You have a lot going on. I am busy. I'm incredibly busy. Yeah, absolutely. Incredibly busy. You don't know what a gift it is for me to be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Oh, okay. So does that mean you're not going to contribute anything to this? You're just going to your presence I'm just here. Enough? I'm just here. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Entertain me. Dance oh, monkey. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. I won't spoil Captain Marvel for you then. Um, all right. Well, well, what we do have to talk about is another piece of my childhood dying. And I'm sure okay. you're not going to guess which person this is. <sighs> There's been several this week or in the last couple weeks. Is this the guitar player? No. Oh. Guitar player. Yeah. Who? Who? It's not it's not Luke Perry. No, no. No, God no. Jan Michael Vincent from yes, Airwolf? Exactly. Really? Yes. Airwolf was a was one of those seminal TV shows when I was a kid that got me interested in two things, helicopters and and filmmaking. Okay. And the aerial photography and everything that went into that show. Okay. Plus it was a super cool helicopter. Right. But yeah, it was another piece of my childhood is gone. He was actually a Disney kid, wasn't he? Didn't he start out in Disney films? Luke Perry? No. I mean. (laughs) J. Michael Vincent, man. Yes. He was in the world's greatest athlete. Starring Tim Conway. (laughs) He did. Let's see. He was in the Hardy Boys, did okay. Dragnet. He did a couple episodes of Lassie, a couple episodes of Bonanza. Mm. He did a couple of years on the Banana Split Adventure Hour. Oh, that's right. He was Chongo. Uh, it says Link. Oh, was he Link? Yeah. Who was Chongo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love I love the fact that you got really excited about that though. Uh, Kim Kahana. Oh, was whatever. Chandra? Okay. Yes, there was on the the Danger Island little mini series that ran on it. Yeah. But the big tagline was always "Uh oh, Chongo." <laughs> uh, let's see. The Gunsmoke. Gun uh, the mechanic, world's greatest athlete. Yep. Buster and Billy. Uh, but I, I guess his big thing wasn't until Airwolf. Okay. Like at one time he was the highest paid actor on TV. Um, and he was doing, I think it was like $200,000 an episode. Wow. Yeah. And that's 1980, like four. 
Um, and he didn't do a whole lot like after that. Like that was kind of his. That was it. Th- yeah. That was his career. He he did stuff afterwards. Like he's got a ton of credits between 1984 and 2002. Uh-huh. But it was never like to what it was. And And at one point he lost a leg or something. Yes. And I can't remember what that was due to whether it was uh... oh it was an accident I think they he lost his leg because of an accident I think so mm. he suffered a per- permanent damage to his voice after getting into a near fatal auto accident in 1996 that resulted in a broken neck uh, Wikipedia says it was amputated when he contracted a leg infection as a result of complications from peripheral peripheral artery disease. Oh, okay. And his death was not announced publicly until a month after. Yeah, because he was living in North Carolina mm-hmm. and died, and I guess nobody just picked up on it? Wow. It was really weird. Did you see the most recent pictures of him? Yes, I've seen. It, I saw interviews on um, YouTube of him that were fairly recent where he was a shell of his former self. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should it, leave the limelight. Just do it. Well, he did, though. He was not, he had not been seen for several several years yeah like his last acting thing was in 2002 and I I guess he had just like kind of given it up but yeah I remember going to California as a kid um, to go visit my dad's cousins and we went to on the NBC studio tour Okay. Um, Because we were going to see The Tonight Show, where they taped The Tonight Show. And sitting out back was one of the helicopters from Airwolf. Ah. And it was... Did you jump off the tram? No. No? Uh, It was right when I was, like, really into Airwolf. So it was a big deal. Hmm. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah, if you look up pictures of Jan Michael Vincent, it was pretty scary towards the end. Yeah, poor guy. He had something fucked up with one of his eyes and he was missing like a foot. He almost he almost looks like a bad Mickey Rourke. <laughs> it could be what Mickey Rourke could turn into. Oh. What a shame. Yes. Were you also upset with uh King Kong Bundy? Were you a wrestling fan as a kid? I was a wrestling fan and to be quite honest, I didn't think he was still alive. It, it was well, one of well, as of today he's not. Uh, yes, I know, but it was one of those things where when I heard he he had died, I was like, oh, I just assumed he was dead for years. Right. <laughs> yeah, he fell on hard times too. Apparently, yeah, as a lot of wrestlers do. Yes. Uh. 
and I'm not. Did did they say what he died from? Uh, I didn't catch it. Let's see. Death. Uh, <laughs> he died in New Jersey. Okay. Causes are still unknown. Oh. Died at the age of sixty-three. I think it was a head slam with a folding chair. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised if his wrestling didn't contribute to that. Oh, sure. Because, you know, they have a lot of those guys that are like young that die from like head trauma and stuff. And they just, because they're doing it like three times a week or whatever, their bodies just don't have a chance to heal. And right. They just die young. So sad. Yeah. Apparently he was born in New Jersey too. So he was like a lifelong resident. Well, born and died. Yep. 458 pounds. Wow. Yeah, that's a big dude. That is a big dude. Even at 6'4", that's a big dude. I always I always mistook him um for, for the, Tor Johnson. Who's Tor Johnson? The guy in the guy in Plan 9 from Out of Space? No, the oh. the guy that was in the Popeye movie that played the boxer. Do you remember the Popeye movie? I do, but I don't remember. I just remember Shelley Long or Shelley Duvall as Olive Oil mm-hmm. singing a singing a song called "He's Huge." Yes. Uh, See, I would have to know the dude's name. In. Was he oh, Roughhouse? No, no. Peter Bray, Oxblood, Oxheart, the fighter. Oh. Oh, and Linda Hart played his mother. Yeah. Oh. But he was this big, bald dude, and for some reason I always thought that that oh, was yeah. him. Yeah. I always thought that that was King Kong Bundy, and I was like, well, that's kind of oh. cool that he did a movie, and yeah. like, no. <laughs> no. Peter Bray is dead, too. Oh. Did they die at the same time? No. He Were they ever seen together? He died in 2007. Or did he? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he went back to being King Kong Bundy. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Could be. Who was the guitar player that died? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, you brought it up, man. I know. I'm trying to think of what his name was. Here, let's type in dead guitar player. That's what I just typed in. (laughs) (laughs) Musicians who died recently. Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine. Yep. Uh, Who did he play for? He was, oh, he wasn't a guitar player. He was a drummer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, he played for, for Sinatra, man. Yeah. Oh. He was part of this group of session musicians called the Wrecking Crew oh. and did a lot of, we played on a lot of big hits in the 60s and 70s. Okay. Yeah. What? How did you feel about Peter Tork from the Monkees dying? Eh, <laughs> he wasn't my favorite monkey. <laughs> what, who was your favorite monkey? I think Mike. Mike Nesmith, really? Yeah. He's still alive and kicking. Yeah, he is. He's still making music. And he's living off of that fat liquid paper uh, fortune. So, is that true? Yeah. Because I've heard several 
several musicians say that they're heirs to the liquid paper. So kids, at one time when you couldn't erase things on paper, you'd buy these little bottles of whiteout. And after you sniffed it, you would go up to your typewriter and you would go over the typing and then you'd put your type head back where you're supposed to be and you'd continue typing. But I always heard that it was the dude from Duran Duran. No, his mother's name was Betty Nesmith Graham. Okay. Who, who died in 1980 in Texas. And she's the founder of that? She invented it. She invented it. Okay. She was a typist. Yep. I heard a story recently about Mike Nesbeth where he lives in Carmel, California. Uh-huh. And basically he owns half of the town and then the other half of the town is owned by Clint Eastwood. And they, yes. they get together a lot for lunch. Clint Eastwood used to be mayor of Carmel. Yes. But apparently and Doris, Doris Day still lives there. She's like 90 something. He, he owns a huge chunk of it. Yes. And Mike Nesbeth owns another big other chunk half? of it. And they'll get together and they'll have lunch. And like he talks about like because Clint Eastwood is now kind of hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. He stares intently at you while you're talking. And he says it's the most unnerving thing to have lunch with Clint Eastwood because it looks like he's about to kick your ass the entire time you're eating. <laughs> yes, but he's also the man who spoke to, who had a conversation with an empty chair. True. Well, that's just because he hates black people. Well, yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> uh, oh, good times. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> So while you were away, we got some news about one of the shows that we always watch. We did? <clears throat> yes. What kind of news? Starting next year, next, well, in in the fall of this year, uh, Arrow will only have 10 episodes. And oh, that's we'll right. End. Yeah. And then we'll end. Yep. Um, I think we talked about during the crossover last year that... Um, we both kind of felt that like Oliver was going to die in next year's crossover. Right. Because he had to make some agreement with the monitor to, I guess, change reality back. I think that's what the premise of that was. Mm. So people kept saying, well, what did he give up or what did he do? So I think it's 10 episodes to set up the crossover and then the crossover happens and he dies and that's the end of arrow. Oh, okay. Would be my guess. But like he, he did some weird thing on either Instagram or some social media outlet where he made it sound like he was leaving the show, but the show was going to go on because I guess the reason it's ending is because he, he's a father who wants to spend more time with his kid and his kid and his wife live in LA while he shoots in Vancouver for nine months out of the year. Right. So instead of traveling back and forth, he went to the producers and said, look, I'm kind of done with this. We need to kind of wrap this up. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Well, good. Hopefully it'll finish strong. I mean, I feel like it's time has come. Yeah, definitely. I feel, I feel like I, I like this season. I think that it's, a new bunch of writers who have 
some interesting ideas, but at the end of the day, they're writing for a seven-year-old show that has kind of run its course. Mm-hmm. And it's better for them to go out still kind of relevant and and good in people's minds than, you know, what the Big Bang Theory is doing or what Two right. and a Half Men did or any of that. Yep. Know when it's time to go. Yeah, and I would assume that, like, they'll they're they're starting to shoot uh, Batwoman. Mm-hmm. I think either next month or the month after. So I feel like that's going to end up taking Arrow's place. That makes sense. They just they wait until mid season to bring that back. Sure. And that just slots into the Arrow time slot. Hmm. Okay, I could see that. So we'll see. But it is a little sad because I do enjoy that show. Yeah. More so than Flash these days. Oh, absolutely. I am so over Flash. It's now one of those shows that I just have on in the background and that I don't really even care about watching. I am so over the daughter. Oh, I know. I I just hope they can wrap it up. Well, they're but they're bringing in another speedster. I know. They're they're going to bring in Godspeed. And I just I feel like that's a mistake. I mean, the cicada thing has gone on way longer than I thought it would. Yeah. But uh, again, I don't I don't know what their plan was. But it's it's hard to watch. It's just not entertaining anymore. And no. all the all the entertaining characters that there were are taking a backseat to other things. And like Iris is getting more screen time and mm-hmm. Iris is a waste of a character. Well, Iris is getting screen time. Uh, the uh, Joe's new wife's getting a lot of screen time. Yeah. And, and like, uh, I guess it was announced too that the dude, the play Cisco is leaving. Oh really? Yeah. He's leaving at some point in this season and it's, mm. it's like, well, it shows because they're not using them. Right. And why would you be, be tied up for nine months on a show that barely uses you than being out doing other shit? So, I mean, I think, I think he's probably one of the best parts of that show. I, I would tend to agree. I really can't stand a couple of the other people. So no, no, not a big fan of Caitlin. She's okay. She's, she's, she was one of those characters that, that once season one was over and they did the whole thing with her fiance getting killed and right. There wasn't a whole lot to do with her and they've kind of brought it back to the killer frost thing, but it's not really killer frost. Right. But she can control it, and it's she's a much more interesting character. The the Sherlock Wells thing uh, has uh, to go yeah. because I'm I'm way over that. Just bring back the other the other just bring back Harrison Wells. Wells. Yes, just bring the dude back from from Earth Two and just let it let him be there. But you know all this other shit. Maybe Tom Cavanaugh is just like done. He's like, look, you got to just keep me entertained or else I'm going to leave too. Yeah. 
But apparently he's making like short films with Grant Gustin on Vimeo now. Oh, really? There's some like, he put it on Instagram or something. It was, it's some like little short film that they did in their off time. Mm -hmm. And it's him and Grant Gustin. And it's like, okay, I mean, I guess that's cool. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Did you have a chance today to watch the new Aladdin trailer? I did. <laughs> I'm curious as, on your thoughts of it. It looks visually stunning. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid they have turned it into a Will Smith vehicle. <laughs> and that little bit of singing, he wasn't even singing. So the genie is only blue when he comes out of the bottle the first time? Well, no, he becomes other characters. Yeah. So when he's when he's leading the Prince Ali parade as the drum major, he's he's human looking and. But when they're sitting in when he's when they do the whole gag about I can make you a prince. And yeah. he, and he like snaps his fingers and a prince appears. Right. Out on the thing, he's in his genie outfit, but he's not blue. He's black. He's black. Yeah. He's Will Smith with yes. a, with a weird hair thing on the top of his head. Yes. So I'm wondering whether that's a conceit of they released the first trailer and now they're backpedaling and they're just going to do him blue the first time he comes out. Cause um, nowhere else in that trailer is he blue. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I saw some other footage back in the fall, but, um, it was none of him. They showed a CGI rendering of Will Smith as the genie and he's blue, okay. but everything else, he looked like a, you know, fresh Prince of Agrabah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't mind. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't think the Aladdin remake is necessary. I don't think any of them are necessary. That's yeah, exactly. But I think, I'm waiting for the live action Fox and the Hound. <laughs> I want to see a live action um, uh, Black Cauldron, personally. Oh, well, see, that would be a good movie. Yeah, see, exactly. Um, I think that when you have a character that's associated so much with somebody like Robin Williams, mm -hmm. that there's no way that you can replace him, even with with somebody like Will Smith because it's just going to look, look like a pale imitation, no matter what he does mm -hmm. of Robin Williams. Yep. And I'm sure Disney will put some kind of Easter egg in there. Like, like he'll ch change it, his shape into something else. And there'll be a split second where he looks like Robin Williams before changing into whatever. Yeah. It could be. There'll be something. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I watched it but and I was just like, oh. It must be really hard to play that character, knowing the history of it, and knowing that 90% of what he did was ad-libbed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So now are you just saying the ad-libs? Well, because if you look at, if you look at this trailer, when he does the stupid thing of like, the prince, mm -hmm. I can make you a prince. And the, the other little dude pops up. He says something that I don't know what he says, but like they're totally trying to play up that whole, um, 
that whole thing of that whole stream of consciousness riffing thing. Yes, exactly. That Robin Williams did. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. And there's a ton of Disney movies this year. There's like 13 or something in there. Yeah. I mean, there's Aladdin, there's Dumbo, there's Lion King, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, Maleficent, Jungle Cruise, Kim Possible. And that doesn't count all the Disney-owned properties, all the Marvel films, all of the Star Wars stuff. Yep. Like, I just, I don't understand... How and and the Fox merger is about to go through, right? And you know, you always heard about monopolies growing up, mm-hmm. and like, oh, they had to split up the telecom stuff because they were monopolies, and like, there's never right. going to be a monopoly again. But this looks like a monopoly, right? So I don't know. I don't know. They're making a Cruella DeVille movie with Emma Stone. Are they really? And then I saw something today on Ain't It Cool News that they're also looking at doing a Cruella DeVille prequel with Nicole Kidman. Wait. And her face is pretty much plastic these days, so. What? But if they're going to use Emma Stone and then use Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman's way older than Emma Stone. Well, they'd be different. Different. Um, versions Disney multiverse yes the Disney multiverse <laughs> yes I mean sure we're, we're there anyway right oh of course of course can't miss it oh man that's what they're going to end up doing it's just going to be this weird thing of like you've seen the animated version of Lion King but now this is the CGI version of Lion King that right. takes place in a different universe well, it's you've seen the, the traditional 2D animated version. Yes. You're seeing the 3D animated version. This is not, Come back next year for the flip book. <laughs> this is not the the Maleficent you know. This is a different universe Maleficent where she's, what was it, Cinderella's stepmother at some point or yeah. whatever the fuck that was. Sleeping Beauty's godmother or whatever Godmother, yes. Whatever stupid thing they did in that movie. Yes. But at least in that movie, I appreciate more because it's a standalone movie within that universe. Sure. Other than a retelling of Aladdin. Sure. Or Lion King or Jungle Book or any of the other shit that they're doing. If you feel the need to remake it, then you should do something different. Yes. Because if you're going for a shot by shot, like when Gus Van Zandt did Psycho. Yep. He did a shot-by-shot remake. Why bother? And that didn't do very well. No. I mean, nobody saw it in the theater. Never got anything that he was hoping it would get. No. Just go back to Goodwill Hunting, Gus. Yeah. My private Idaho. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I I don't know what to make of this other than, I mean... I know Disney's going with the whole, well, we're doing like, like diverse diversity, correct casting 
and all of this stuff. Yeah. As whatever. a way to, you know, placate people like, mm-hmm. like the jungle, the, the Lion King stuff is, is a predominantly black cast now because it takes place right. in Africa or whatever. Fine. If mm-hmm. that's what you want to do, but you can't say that it's not a cash grab now. Oh God, no, because no, that's exactly what it is. Totally is a, a cash grab. But that's the future of movies. Cash grab? Yes. We can make money off of this, so let's throw it together and release it within a year. So here's... And then we'll sell the videos, and we'll sell the toys, and we'll sell the clothing, and (laughs) we'll put the characters on Instagram, and that's all it is. It's a brand. Here's here's my thinking now that Disney's going to launch Disney Plus. Is that what they're calling their streaming Mm -hmm. service? So my, my theory is that you remember how Disney back in like the eighties and the nineties spearheaded the home video market by doing direct to Mm -hmm. cassette releases of, of like sequels and stuff. Yep. I feel like they're going to use Disney plus as that platform for the next streaming thing. They're already kind of doing it with the Marvel shows, but like they're going to do exclusive Disney plus films that are not going to be in, in, um, theaters that you're only going to have to get to see if you, if you buy the special package. Right. And you know, I, they're already doing Marvel TV shows. They're already doing star Wars TV shows, but the Disney brand I can see being like signing people to multiple picture contracts of like maybe Aladdin because who knows what acting this dude's done. Maybe right. they can sign him to something later on that said, well, you're going to do another movie, but it's right. just going to be on Disney plus. Right. And we're going to drive people that way to try to take over fucking Netflix. Especially now that they have all the Fox stuff back and, you know, they're going to be in control of all kinds of shit because then they're, they're going to have control of Hulu. So they'll be able to push stuff that way too. all the stuff that doesn't fit into the Disney brand, like Deadpool and the X-Men Punisher Punisher. Um, and then the Disney plus will just be all their family friendly Marvel stuff. Well, that's like, Disney Channel, Disney XD, whatever the hell they call that, used to be family. Oh yeah, now it's uh, now it's something else. Now it's um, Freeform. Freeform, yeah. Yep. The weirdest name for a fucking channel ever. Yes. But speaking of Netflix, did you see the thing that came out after the Academy Awards? With you Steven Spielberg, a little more specific. With with Steven Spielberg, the thing, the he, the controversy. Yes, yes, him trying. Okay. Well, okay, so it came out that he wanted to ban things that were produced by Netflix from the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. stating, I guess, that they're not following the Academy rules of of having to be in a theater and make money and blah blah right. blah. And Netflix's position is we spent money, we made a motion picture that people Mm -hmm. watched and it won a bunch of awards. 
Yep. We're sorry that your movie didn't win the award it was up for, but you know, so now because he's taking flack for it, he's coming out saying that he didn't say that. And it's like, well, there was like an official release. I thought where like he said in public that he was going to go to the Academy and try to change that, Hmm. which is kind of a dick move. Well, yeah. Like let, let them fucking have their, their moment in the sun. Don't shit all over it, Mr. Spielberg. I don't know. Kind of made me angry. But that's just me. Well, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, be that way. I will. I told you, I'm I'm just here. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to carry the whole thing. Yeah, not doing too good. Well, I'm, I had an entire list, and you just kind of blew through it with your, yep. Oh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fuck you, man. <laughs> okay, you're not going to. Uh, did you watch The Walking Dead? I did. You did? What do you think of uh-huh. Beta. Uh, he falls down an elevator shaft and then gets up and stretches. Yeah. But he's kind of a badass. Yeah. No more so than Negan was. I, well, I mean, I think, well, we haven't totally seen beta in like beta mode. Yeah. Which is a big thing in like the comic books, but he's, they've got the potential to actually go there. So. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, it's just starting to, uh, fade in interest for me. Is it? Yeah. What about next week when they're going to they're going to show you why um, Michonne and Daryl have the X's on their back? Ooh. <laughs> well, that's going to be worth watching. Is that better? No. Is that does that pique your interest? No. No, but at least they're like closing the holes. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like they threw a bunch of shit against the wall to see what would stick, and now they're like, "All right, well, we'll kind of do this." Yeah. See where that goes. Yeah, it's like the new characters, the the highwaymen. It. Uh... They're, you know, named after an old Willie Nelson band. So they show up and they do that thing where they're standing amongst the statues mm-hmm. or the, the mannequins. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Like they're hiding their numbers, whatever. Right. And as soon as the thing came up with Carol, where she's like, when was the last time you guys saw a movie? Mm-hmm. And the head highwayman like got that weird look on his face. Yep. I was like, so this is the point where they jump the shark. Yeah. Because if they start patrolling the highway because of a fucking movie, this is going to be fucked up and a waste of like a storyline. Well, now you can obviously buy somebody for a potato. And the, so, and the next fucking thing you see is people in trouble on the road and here they come galloping down the fucking road. Yep. And it's like, Oh, 
Okay. Sure. I guess maybe I'll see how the season shakes out. Yeah. I feel like I'd get more out of this show by like binging it after the fact. Yeah. I would agree with that. I don't know when they put them on Netflix or whatever, but it would be easier to watch, I think. Because then you wouldn't have to do um, commercials. Like, there's a commercial every, like, two fucking minutes now. Yeah. And shit that I don't care about, and, you know, it sucks. Yeah. Well, you know. Got to make a dollar. That's what it's all about. And that's the, so, so there's a weird thing. Um, thanks to my VPN. I watch, um, um, Star Trek discovery. Okay. On Netflix in a different country. And for a show that is on a streaming service, it has commercial breaks in it. Okay. Not where there's two minutes of commercials, but where the act breaks are in a typical 60 minute show. Yeah. To where they would dump in commercials. And I'm like, if you're never going to show this on TV, why would you do that? Because there's always a chance to make money. I guess. I mean, I'll give that to the DC stream and stuff. There is no commercial breaks in any of their stuff. It is just, (laughs) you get, 58 minutes of the Titans running around killing people or doom patrol or, or, um, what's the other one? Justice league United. You know, there's none of that shit Hmm. and there's cursing and blood and stuff. Ooh. Naked people. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Exciting. Did you watch Gotham? I did. I kind of felt like the trial episode was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> you had, you've got so much to finish and you wasted an hour. So there's three episodes left. Yes. There's, there's but one. Jim and that, Lee got married. Yes. There's one that takes place in the future. Like the future, future. Yep. Like 10 years later, there's one with Bane and there's and then the musical episode <laughs> and then there's the finale so what they were saying was that the future one doesn't take place at the end of the show that you get a 10 years later and then there's the the Another last episode. the finale episode is current time that they're in okay i don't know how do I say this? Um, I feel like we've got to get back to the beginning of this season when they're all yes. marching out and it looks like they're fighting the government or whatever. Yes. So we've got to get back to there at some point. Um, you've gotten rid of the more interesting characters up to this point. Mm-hmm. Like the waste not that it was a great character, but the waste of um, Scarface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
where they just gone, shoot him in the gone head? in an hour gone in an hour it's like it was that easy i was like why wow. did you bother okay you get rid of jeremiah who is by far the most interesting villain on the show right we haven't seen scarecrow since the very first like episode yep who's a really interesting character they keep bringing back the mad hatter guy yeah and i'm like uh, okay the whole there was a whole subplot that people talked about that were they were like they're like jeremiah is going to bring back bruce's parents right and that happened for all a half of an episode mm-hmm. and i was like you started out really really strong like the first couple of episodes were batshit crazy and like you were just waiting for the next episode to show up. Yeah. And then they fell into a routine of like, like typical Gotham episodes, which I guess is par for the course with the show. Yeah. But it's kind of sad because it's always, it always seems to be this way. Yeah. There's always great episodes amongst like crap. Mm-hmm. And I really want them to finish strong and I really want to see like a full fledged Batman running around. Sure. But I like, I'm also in the back of my mind. I'm like, they're running out of water. Why do they all look so clean? Right. Like, why is he so clean shaven? Why is, why is Harvey still that big? Like, yes, he he should be starving. There's, there's all these questions in the back of my head of like, this does not, fit what would actually be going on because mm-hmm. they go into the whole thing of like they're not getting food drops and there's no right none of this none of the there's no medicine and there's no the, this last one they're running out of clean water right before he gets shot but they have enough medicine to heal him well of course and I'm just like okay um, alright the Riddler making a sub not as great a storyline yeah. as they could be having right now. Yeah. Like it should be all out war against the GCPD and all of these villains showing up to take their turn at trying to kill the heroes. Right. And it's just not there now. And the fact that they moved Jeremiah's transformation to Bruce doing it mm-hmm. bothers me a little bit. Yeah. And I I saw what they said was a leaked picture of the final Joker. Uh-huh. And if that's the way that they're going, it's not going to be a good like resolution to that storyline. Hmm. Cuz it's not like it's not a Joker that like a Harley Quinn would fall in love with or like any of the other things that we've seen so far. Right. That kind of match up with the Joker. Like it goes, it takes it off in a really weird direction. So Hmm. I don't know. Well, only three episodes left. Yeah. And then that's off the air. Yep. What a shame. Next. Next will be Batwoman. Yep. That will at least have somewhat of the Gotham city in it. Maybe they'll do a flashback where you see Bruce again as a child, <laughs> as a precocious teenager. <laughs> Date, and what happened to Catwoman? Uh, poison, I- poison Ivy 
um, healed her. Rubbed herself all over her face? Why? She she looked very puffy to me. Well, see, I always felt like that actress was like, puffy? Sh- like struggles a lot with her weight. Oh, okay. And I kind of feel like, you know, maybe the the um, workout regimen isn't quite as extreme now that the show's going off the air. I don't know. Like more puffy than normal. It felt like it, but I did. But I, I don't mean puffy like she looks fat. I mean puffy like Botoxed. Oh, uh, I just think that's the way she is. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean that would that seemed like a forced turn too. Mm-hmm. Like there couldn't just be something like she she just couldn't it just couldn't be in her nature to be a burglar and be good with a whip or whatever they had to do like the meta supernatural thing with her right too. yeah which yeah, i guess is okay maybe she's just aging and she's not going to age well i mean she's a pretty girl mhm you definitely like you could see the thought behind casting her as like you know, this could be somebody that grows up to to kind of look like um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Sure. But she's just not aging in that direction. Like, like I felt like th- that thought of um, when they, when they cast the kid as, as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, well, there's potential that he could grow up to be like a, like Batman size. And now he's running around in the, in the leather jacket and it's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Cause if they had done what they originally said that they were going to do and get rid of Bruce for a lot of the show. Right. They could have brought back a different actor and you would never have known the difference. Oh yeah, definitely. But now, you know, they're committed to, I guess in the future, the dude that you see in the Batman costume won't be him but any close-ups of the cowl will be. Mm. And I'm like, that just sounds like that's going to be terrible. That does sound horrible. That That's just one of those things where you're like, no, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Well, I am looking forward to the big musical episode, so I got to say. Yeah. That's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a crossover between that and Man with a Plan with Joey... From friends. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, there's some weird pictures of this girl on her IMDB. Yeah. There's a there's a picture of her where she was at some party in New York where she's wearing a denim jacket backwards. That's the style. Is you're it? not hip enough. Yeah, you're not hip enough. The, didn't they do that? Did you ever see the movie Meet the Robinsons, the animated Disney film? No, I did not. In the future, everybody dresses like that. Where like all dresses the clothes backwards. are on backwards. <laughs> mm, see, she's futuristic. I guess. Maybe she just really liked that movie and was like, you know what I'll do? I'll go to this. Dress like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I see the picture. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Do you think somebody like buttoned it up in the back? Probably, and she could like barely breathe. 
Yes. That's her right before she passes out. <laughs> oh, poor little cat one. All right, I guess these go back in time, so all the earlier stuff or the, the later stuff would be... In the front. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's just not aging well. Well, it's, it's like the pic there. So on her page one of the photo gallery, mm-hmm. second row, first one. Where it's mm. her and her and Bruce and the birthday cake. Yes. Her face just looks odd. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like she's like her cheeks are real pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Poor thing. <laughs> oh, well. All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I don't. bashed a bunch of people? Yes. <laughs> so there's a chance that you may be on next week's show, but there's a chance you may not be. Yes. So if you're not, chances are there uh, won't be a show Oh. because people that I do the show with without you uh-huh. aren't in town. So just letting everybody know that there's a chance there won't be a show next week. Don't okay. slip out if you don't see it. No. We'll okay. be back. Promise. John promises. Yes. And a John promise you can take to the bank. That's right. All right. I mean, it's not worth anything, but you can take it anywhere you want, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, take that to somebody and see how far that gets you. Yes. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. You ain't never had a friend like me. (laughs) 